Hello everybody, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today and today we're going to talk about video collaboration, the state of the market, the current trends and how channel partners can get the best from bringing video into their portfolios. So today I'm joined by a really interesting panel of speakers. Uh, we've got Jason Martin, who's president and CEO of IOTEM. We've got Scott Goodwin, founder of Gather. And we've got Dean Manzuri, chief technology officer at Univoip. So welcome everybody. Thanks Rob. Hi Rob, for having us. Great stuff. So I'd like to start with some bios, quick intros if possible. So. Over to you, Jason. Could you get, give us a little understanding of who you are, what you do, and uh, your influence in the collaboration sector? Yeah, so I'm, my name is Jason, and uh, I'm the uh, head honcho here at IOTEM, which is a uh, SOP primarily a software development shop. We work on uh, cloud-based systems uh, really to service the, the, um, the channel, um, people like Scott and, uh, and Dean, whom we work with. And, uh, you know, our focus is really bringing a lot of the latest collaboration technologies to the channel so that they can have a really compelling offering for their customers. We're based here in Toronto. We also have people uh, really around the world, but we have another office in, uh, in Los Angeles as well. Great. Thanks, Jason. Uh, Scott, would you like to do a quick intro? Hi, I'm Scott Goodwin. I'm the founder of Gather. Um, Gather is a wholesale collaboration platform uh, specifically targeted at the channel, helping them access this technology uh, in a kind of frictionless manner, helping them defend their core proposition, which is usually around VoIP technology from, I guess, an ever-increasing threat around platform providers, 8x8, RingCentral, Amazon those kind of guys. Great stuff. Thanks, Scott. And over to you, Dean. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so <clears throat> my name is Dean Manzuri. I'm a CTO uh, at Univoip. We are a unified communication service provider, and uh, one of our products includes media collaboration. Our target market is primarily enterprises, um, and we sell direct today, although we do have uh, plans with new products uh, to start a, uh, an indirect uh, channel practice as well. Um, I've been in this industry for, uh, you know, longer than I'd like to admit. Uh, in my previous life, I co-founded a company called Broadcore, uh, which was acquired by Mesa G. And uh, I've been here at uh, Univoip for the past uh, eight months, and uh, uh, things are uh, really looking up uh, in terms of, uh, the, the state of the market and the new products such as an IOTAM product that we're going to market and in fact we launched yesterday. We're seeing a lot of success in that. Perfect. Thanks, Dean. And so I'd like to just kick off the conversation around video being the new voice uh, and why video, why now? So could you give us a, a little perspective? I'll start with Jason on this, if you don't mind. Uh, What's your perspective of the market, the growth, the deals that are happening, and you know why is there such an appetite for video? I think the appetite is coming from um, just the general advance of society to include video in day-to-day -day products. So if you look at the, you know, except for you, Rob, 
the rest of us are older fellas and uh, you know we look at the younger generation they're they're very very focused on uh you know like youtube videos and vlogs and uh, podcasts with videos they get a lot of their information visually and they get a lot of their information through a communication medium that's that's about visual communication through a video mechanism like this one um you know uh Tools like uh, FaceTime have really revolutionized the way people talk to each other uh, over long distances. <clears throat> and that, that's starting to infiltrate the workplace as well. So whereas our generation would have been very comfortable with um, an idea of, of having a conversation with somebody that you couldn't see, I think now a lot of the information that's, in, that's encoded in that kind of communication, visual communication, is now a big part of, of, uh, of, of the business environment. And, um, you know, you really have a choice these days. You can have a video call or you can meet in person or you can, you can communicate by text and email. People don't really like having these audio-only conversations anymore. And I think that technology really needs to keep up with that stuff. So, so we're seeing a lot of, um, uh, you know, pure PBX and the uh, providers who uh, invested on cloud technology thinking that that's very advanced and that that's... Uh, that's very competitive and we're finding now that as younger people and and as the business environment uh, younger people come into the business environment and the business environment advances that it's not enough to just have pbx in the cloud you need to add um, not just video but also uh, productivity tools around that so you know things that will um, you know aid the overall communication so transcript engines um, you know uh, whiteboarding uh, you know smart search functionality a lot a lot of the collaborative technologies that we have as well so so it's not just video in itself but it's video plus um, you know uh, communication support tools I would say and collaboration is probably a more common term for it but that's what we're seeing yeah it's a really really key point it's not it's not just video but it's all part of the package isn't it that, that UC uh, as a service package or you just the, just the UC package itself uh, just over to Scott what's your perspective in the marketplace Especially this year. Let's look at this year. I mean, what what do you, what you feel and what's that vibe? Yeah, yeah so I'd echo uh, much what Jason said. You're seeing greater adoption of video services, again, originating within, I guess, a much more youthful market. Um, I guess late adopters uh, or older people are, are late adopters of this type of technology. But you're also starting to see changes in behavior just in the way that we communicate within the business environment. So when you look at the amount of minutes being generated just through normal voice traffic, they're starting to fall away. Um, you're seeing conversations now becoming um, an invitation rather than anything else. I rarely now call people on the fly is, uh, and again, this is much echoed across the industry as a whole, is that you tend to arrange meetings with people or to arrange to have phone calls productivity is a very important part of the business process. Uh, now that you're effectively sending invites, what you tend to find is you have the opportunity then to be able to uh, create a, a video meeting. And video meetings are far more intimate. You get a better feel for you know, the, how your words are being received by the people that you're speaking to and vice versa. As Jason said before, you get a lot of good uh, collaboration capabilities the technology itself is extremely robust now it's frictionless to access it's just one click and then you tend to go so these are it's a, a number of different things Rob that is um, inviting greater traction around this technology and they're all coming to bear 
And I think this year you're going to start to see explosive growth on it. It's going to become kind of table stakes, I think, for any uh, UC provider is they're going to have to have a strong video element to it. Yeah, I com completely agree. Certainly, uh, you know, it's a, good, it's a good phrase, isn't it? Table stakes, but it describes what really video is in, in, in organizations nowadays. It's yes, certainly it's where a, we're going. It's got a scale. It's got to be easy to access. Uh, it's got to be able to tap into other value-added capabilities as well. I mean, I know you're recording this call. Uh, that that can obviously be used to then disseminate information further. We utilise technology that allows us to transcribe what is only being said, so you can keep a historical and contextual record of everything that's being being said in these meetings as well. So again, it, it, huge benefits to businesses in in many different things. And I think we're just at the start of this. I think we'll talk later on about where it's going and um, things like uh, uh, empathy analysis and stuff like that, which is very, very, very interesting in terms of where the, the market's leading. Yeah, certainly a lot of innovation in the marketplace right now. So, <laughs> uh, Dean, over to you. And in terms of, you've got a slightly different outlook because you sell direct to customers. So you really know what those end customers are asking for and how, what's your perspective of the marketplace right now? So, you know, I consider myself uh, a knowledge worker who's also really a customer. If I can't use a product, then I can't expect my customers to use it. So one of the things that, that we've done here is, is uh, at Univoip, uh, we have a host account for every one of the employees uh, here at, uh, at Univoip. And um, I can tell you, I still have a phone, uh, but over 90% of my communications with customers in the past couple of months has been through uh, our, our own product, uh, which is based on IOTA. Um, and it's, for me personally, it's ease of use. You know, I can't change behavior. I still need to communicate with customers. I still need to have good quality audio, right? I may want to hide my video, but I still need to have good quality audio. I still need to be able to connect with customers easily and perhaps easier than dialing a phone number, right? It's a lot easier to, uh, when I'm scheduling a call, to send somebody a link. And I, I'm finding that more and more people have devices, uh, whether it's a PC or mobile device, they have access to a camera and a screen. And uh, knowledge workers are increasingly finding how easy it is to actually connect to this. Uh, you know, we are having this video call right now. We didn't have any problems this morning calling in. We were very confident. I called in like a couple of minutes before because I'm like, it's, it's routine, you know, there's nothing different. Uh, you know, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, this was completely different. This would have been an exercise, right? Do we have the right, you know, microphones, do we have the right cameras? And But all of those things uh, seem to be a non-issue today. And that's why I think the market is just so ripe for a solution like this. Uh, more and more customers, uh, enterprise customers uh, are using their cell phone. They don't really need, need a desk phone, but they still need to collaborate. And I think a tool, a video conferencing tool like this is, is is what's the market has been looking for. So in, in terms of collaboration providers, they've made it very, very 
straightforward to consume video from the cloud, haven't they? And I decided to kind of go on to kind of the channel discussion around how, how service providers and, and resellers are uh, offering these services and, and what's the state of the marketplace like there. So in terms of, you know, are cloud PBX providers, for example, investing in video? Are they bringing those into their stacks? So Jason, what's your perspective of the market, the channel marketplace? Well, there, I mean, there, is, uh, there, there are some competitive pressures coming in for the whole channel. Um, you know, uh, Zoom, RingCentral, uh, Cisco, uh, th there's, there's a consolidation of products. There's uh, kind of a, a retraction that those companies have from their partner programs where they're, uh, you know, uh, re restricting the type of white label that's available and um, uh, the types of value propositions you can offer to customers. Um, you know, Broadsoft, which is a very pop popular provisioning tool, has been acquired by Cisco. That was two years ago now, and the impact is being fully felt now. So there's, you know, in the channel space, there is a casting about for, uh, some alternatives, uh, competitive alternatives to, you know, uh, a Ring Central offering uh, or to a WebEx offering to, to pick up the pieces from what Citrix has left behind. Um, you know, what, what is LogMeIn doing these days? Uh, you know, how, how do I compete with FaceTime and, and face, Facebook's product? Um, and, and what we've been trying to uh, respond to is the demand uh, people have for some of those fundamental pieces that um, that have been sort of left behind by by the bigger players. So you know, a, a more contemporary and sophisticated session management tool, so that you know, in a video call like this, um, that could include uh, you know other people, or it could just be a person-to-person -person call. Um, you know, how do we maintain the the level of quality that we're seeing so that uh, you know, as, as, if somebody's in Australia and somebody's in the United States and somebody's in France, how do we maintain that level of quality? Um, and, and so we have to maintain a network. So we have to have a network that can, that can be uh, used by our customer base. What, what sort of uh, features and, and functionality do we have for the customer base that they're going to appreciate, the end users? So like, what are the communication tools? What are the collaboration tools? Um, you know, how, how are they going to get value out of the meeting records that are going to be generated by people talking to one another um, so we have to have a very rich feature set that's available for people uh, in the channel to to make their own offering out of the the pieces that we can we can give them and then the last piece is um, you know what are some of the the uh, the bits and bobs that no one really thinks about but are absolutely critical such as I want to have a shopping cart where my customer I don't have to talk to my customer and uh, I just provide a white labeled shopping cart and they tick off what the pieces are that they want to include in their account. And, and that just is automatically provisioned to them and their, their, um, their permissions are granted. The, the single sign-on works. Uh, they can share things across their instance of Slack. There's a lot of that customer provisioning stuff and, um, and, uh, and kind of user management that, that we've built in our product that can not only give you a positive experience to offer to your end users, but also get your end users onto the platform uh, through a very easy onboarding mechanism. And then there'll be uh, reliable, robust features that are backed up by a strong network to support that experience so that it's very positive. So um, 
that that's essentially our whole business model is is trying to help the channel to maintain its position maintain service to its customers because i don't think that uh, a lot of enterprises want to necessarily go uh, direct to zoom or direct to webex and lose that relationship that they've got with the channel so we we think that the channel uh, you know companies like scott and, and dean really really ought to focus on customer service and and strategizing with a customer about how they're their own collaboration, their own productivity internally within their business is, is augmented by the tools that are provided. And they shouldn't have to worry about some of the, the fiefdom wars that we're fighting uh, out here in the industry. Um, we're just here to help and uh, the channel's here to help and all of us should be focused on the customers. I think the big players who are, who are going after market share right now, they're not as much focused on the customers. They're very focused on uh, just gaining market share at any cost and not necessarily providing um, a tailored and effective solution to the customers. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting about adding it into the portfolio. And I suppose as a channel partner, you, you don't want to give away that, that customer or, or that margin to another provider. So let, let's go on to ask, uh, Scott on this one. Scott, you decided to take on IOTUM technology for your, your, your gather solution. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, that journey for you and, and how that started and why you ch ended up choosing IOTUM. Well, it was, it was a genuine recognition, I think. Again, a bit like Dean, I've uh, been in the industry a long, long time, owned my own Broadsoft Cisco uh, solution sold out in 2015 on that. Uh, it, you were starting to see essentially um, an evolution within the market where you were getting large technology companies with vast pockets, you know, very well funded building platforms, you know, similar to the kind of Facebooks of this world or the Amazons of this world. Um, and they were starting to effectively kind of uh, extend their reach and their visibility of their brand in the process and when you look at the channel the channel can access this technology but it starts to me to seem to be the thin end of the wedge that you could deliver this solution but it had cisco's brand on it, it had eight by eight's brand on it it had somebody else's brand on it and um that to me seemed to be uh, a shaky position as well and i think also the way that we knowing that this new video technology was about to arrive, knowing that there was going to be a rise in, in uh, adoption of uh, collaboration capabilities as well. You started to kind of draw the dots together, which is if you could provide a collaboration service that would uh, be completely white labeled as the channel partner. So gather as myself becomes invisible essentially but then allows these um, service providers to be able to uh, be able to trade like they are these large telecoms or uh, IT giants um, where they can deliver these platforms in frictionless ways and more importantly in innovative commercial model ways. So at Gather, we try to enable our platform provide our service providers to deliver a Gather offering under their brand and even offer it to their end users on a freemium basis. Uh, and they can introduce collaboration to their customers. They can defend their customer bases and start to acquire uh, much more customers in a frictionless manner in the way that large organizations do. They you know, just sign up for on, on Zoom's technology 
you can just sign up for free. There's enormous amounts of constraints around what that free service is, but it's essentially done there because it's a way to gather the data. They can deliver on a very basic service. Uh, they can suck you in and then start to bring you down a digital low cost journey where they will monitor your behavior. They'll interact with you via a digital media of one kind or another. They'll encourage you to use more and more parts of that service. Now, when you look at the channel as a whole, it just doesn't operate like that. They're still, you know, in the main sending people out with PowerPoint slides and presentations and doing long arcs of sales cycles, uh, all of which is becoming more and more expensive. And um, what, what, what I'm attempting to do is to be able to bring that uh, intelligent thinking in a way that is, can be delivered in a pragmatic, low barrier access method um, that will really add value to the channel and uh, defend themselves from what are becoming quite, you know, uh, you know, high, high resources, very, very well funded businesses that are starting to go direct to the end user and, um, and the channels becoming more and more disintermediated in the process. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and coming from a comms reseller background, personally, I could imagine selling phone systems, for example, and, and say I'm still selling phone systems. Uh, I don't want my customers going direct to uh, another video conferencing vendor. Oh, ultimately, I want, you know, I do want to offer that within the portfolio because that could end up, ultimately, I could end up losing that customer because that collaboration provider provides a, a phone service too. So yes. um, I imagine I mean, they're fraught with challenges in the channel. And, and make no mistake, Rob, I, I, that's the direction of travel that these large IT services platforms are on, is that, um, you know, and most of them have got form on disintermediating their, their channel partners as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, what, there's, there's one other thing I'd say to that, uh, just, just adding on top of that, Scott, is that it's the Microsoft model isn't it? I mean, like they're, they're really looking to uh, get you into the cult and, you know, completely dominate all of the choices that you've got so that there is no differentiation between different businesses. So, you know, it's almost like there's, there's democracy on one side and then there's the Microsoft model on the other one. And what I think we're all on is solidly on the side of choice and variety and diversity of your, of your technical platform within your business. And then there's Microsoft. If, if, if a customer's got Microsoft, it's almost like, you know, they've, they've eliminated any choices that they may have. Yeah, if it, from a product extension perspective, you know, lo local service providers have thrived for 30 years because they understand their customers better than anybody else. And, um, mm -hmm. and as such, we provide them a platform that can deliver a highly uh, capable technology solution under their brand, which they can add to as well. Uh, and then what we've done is a lot of the heavy lift thinking about you know, creating and integrating digital marketing capabilities that lower their cost of sale, that, you know, bring uh, future future uh, prospects to them, you know, and uh, reduce their cost of sales, which, again, is what you need to be thinking. I think we, you know, the modern day service provider has to think beyond just technology and about what is the business model of the partners that they're representing and what are their threats that they are involved in on a day-to-day -day basis and try and solve both uh, which is what we've which we're attempting to do yeah absolutely it's very interesting isn't it? Uh, dean let's talk about your journey to uh video collaboration 
where did it start and what kind of choices did you have to make along that path uh, to arrive at where you are today? Uh, so I've actually had uh, some experience, uh, again, in my previous life, uh, launching uh, a video collaboration product, which wasn't very successful. Um, and, and the reason uh, for that was primarily it was early stage development, and it wasn't very easy to use. And I think that the market wasn't really ready for it uh, full on. Um, I think that the, the market climate is entirely different. Uh, we had to be looking uh, at a uh, product that we would offer directly from, from us, uh, our customers. And regardless of what technology we use in the background, uh, we are uh, the face of technology to our customers, right? It's Univoip, no one else, right? It's, it's our responsibility. It's, it's one, one uh, back to path, essentially. And, and so... We were seeing the market asking for, for a video collaboration tool for, a, for some time. Um, in fact, we were shut out of some, of some opportunities because our competitors are offering uh, you know, uh, off-the-shelf video products that sometimes they would throw in for free as a teaser. And, and so uh, it was a survival thing for us in the beginning. But now, you know, the indirect business that it brings us is one thing, but I'm really looking at the direct business and the revenue that it is capable of generating on its own uh, is also very interesting. So there's really two aspects of, from a revenue perspective. There's indirect revenue because we get to capture the deals that we would have otherwise lost and the direct revenue because we're getting some traction for people just uh, wanting this, this specific services. It's gotta be easy to use. Um, and uh, a frictionless sales process. Um, but I also want to go back to something uh, Jason just uh, mentioned, and it's, it's, you know, what is the goal of a service provider? So I can tell you that if you distill everything down uh, from a Univoid perspective, there are really just four, four high-level goals. There is deliver customer delight. That's our number one goal. Everything else that we do, any, any other objectives that we have, any um, uh, uh, KPIs has to go to one of these four. So one of them is uh, deliver uh, customer delight, uh, deliver uh, productivity, uh, and, and sell value, productivity. That's the number two thing that we do. We want to be the best place to work. That's our number three goal. Uh, because if you don't have happy uh, employees, you don't have happy customers. And also, we want to meet uh, and exceed in industry growth rates. Uh, those are our four, four goals. But the number one thing is customer delight. We aren't throwing boxes, or uh, it's, it's more of a consultative sales approach. So what, is, what problem are we trying to solve? And, and this solution helps us solve problems that we are seeing our customers uh, present to us. So as a service provider, why did you choose IOTM over maybe just reselling or even just, I believe there's even affiliate kind of agent packages out there where you could just you know, send a, a customer over to a, 
one of the big providers, for example, and just earn a commission. Why, why did you choose IOTAM? Are there key differentiators with the IOTAM package that you would say may helped you make that decision? Uh, the, the the most important thing is is that this is uh, uh, our product. Again, we are the face of technology to our customer, right? Uh, they're not buying from X Y Z Microsoft Cisco whoever. It's they're buying from Uniboy, and with IOTAM, we really uh, got the ability to uh, deploy a technology that's back in the background by you know. Uh, very experienced engineers, judging from, you know, what we've uh, deployed, you know, working on it for the past six months. It's a great product, and uh, it's delivered from a Univoip brand, which is uh, really important for us because, uh, again, we want to be the face of technology to our customer, and, and IOTAM helps us do that. Great. So that yeah, makes sense. I think <clears throat> the ability to bake it into your portfolio Exactly. Yeah, you know, with your brand on it, and you you you're obviously first line support. So you you're maintaining those relationships. Yeah, it's really interesting. It Sorry, adds uh, value, right? It adds value and productivity, which is our second goal. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to delight customers, you need to provide that customer service. And you know, if they're flying all over the place, having to deal with issues, uh, I imagine that's <laughs> that's a fairly negative experience. So, yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, Jason, you were just going to mention something there. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I, I mean, obviously, we're very happy that that Dean selected us. But you know, one of the one of the reasons why I think that uh, people like what we offer is that we we act as like an external R and D department. Like, you know, IOTAM was the first company in the world to commercialize a WebRTC service with Cauliflower. Um, you know, we we. Uh, you know, like TMC.net said back in 2018 that we were beating Cisco and Zoom specifically, beating out the big boys uh, by being the first company to offer an AI meeting assistant for business use. Like that, that that kind of innovation is really appealing to people. Um, so I, I think that's that's one reason. It's very difficult to catch up if you haven't uh, if you haven't already got you know uh, an R and D department working very diligently on the latest technologies, I think the second thing is we give people a lot of flexibility. It's it's a really good toolkit. So, you know what we've built can can be um, molded not like Twilio where you have to set a bunch of engineers on it, but just by flicking some switches and making some choices, you can put together a really compelling offering for your customers. Uh, so that that's very that's very. Uh, functional for people. And I think the last thing is our reviews are really good, right? I mean, like G2 Crowd calls us a high performer, you know, Trustpilot gives us a high rating. We've, the reviews are good. You know, business.com gives us a good review, best video conferencing service reviews 2019. Like, so we, we have, we've got a good track record, it's a lot of innovation and there's a lot of flexibility there. So it, it's, um, it's a, it's a better alternative to something like a Plevo or a Twilio where you have to, uh, and those are great products, by the way. I don't mean to denigrate them, uh, but you know you have to put a lot of effort in to produce a product with the toolkit they have, whereas ours is more of a turnkey seed pass that you just configure. Got it, got it. And I think this leads me nicely onto my final question. I think you maybe have covered a few of these uh, kind of top tips here, really, but I wanted to finish the session on just kind of what top advice would you give partners, channel partners, resellers, service providers, looking for a, a collaboration solution, a video conferencing solution in the cloud. 
if can we just do a quick round table and just jump in there with what what top tips you would you would say do, or things to look for in, in well I, I don't mind going first rob i i, Go for it. <laughs> I would uh, seek to find a partner that particularly in who's when i'm looking at the channel that understands the channel and understands the complexities that the channel is currently facing. So as I say, that isn't just about the delivery of a highly competent video platform that has all of the various different plugins and you know, table stakes in terms of technology. It has that demonstrable track record and the right partners behind itself, you know, like, the, like our friends in Canada here. Um, but it, they must understand the channel and they must understand uh, and bring value to the channel over and above the discrete product itself. So how will, will your partner educate you on how to address particular discrete vertical markets? Will they show you how to do that? Um, will they uh, create the, the innovation at a native level to you so they can plug their own value added and their own IP into it, make it special and defendable from themselves? And I think um, those are the key things that, that I would um, seek if I was a, a channel, pro, channel a, a service provider in the channel seeking to bring video into my portfolio. I would want somebody that can bring not just the technology, but the how-to guides as well to be able to maximize that at a commercial offer that makes sense. Yeah, so really a strategic partner ultimately. Yeah. Not, not just a tech vendor. Yeah, mm -hmm. got it. That's great. Dean, what would, what would you say, being that you've done it maybe more than once, uh, I'm sure you could give us a couple of golden nuggets. Uh, I think uh, for service providers, they need to use the product themselves. Uh, you cannot, I'm a firm believer that a service provider cannot sell a service that they don't themselves use. Uh, you know, up and down the organization, they have to believe that it delivers productivity, and it does. Uh, it has to be reliable. They they have to be using it on a daily basis. And uh, IOTAM has been all of those for us. We've been using it internally. And it, you know, once you've got your frontline folks that are talking to customers because they called for solving an issue, uh, they can just tell them, hey, look, I'm why don't you just join my my room, even if it's if you're just viewing my screen, right? But they can experience that for themselves. If, we can use it productivity, but I'm sure our customers can too. So I, I strongly urge any service provider uh, that wants to get into this market, start using it and, and making sure that everyone in your organization can be more productive before you go to market with them. Great stuff. Thank you. And, and finally, Jason, what do you think? Any, anything else to add on? I know you mentioned a few bits there, but um, number one top tip, what would you say? Well, I think I think it's a it's a, it's a two parter because I think you're you're at a decision point. I think the choice to add video is to um, set aside your own brand or to white label it. That that's really the question. If you're going to set aside, um, you know, then then you've got to be willing to also lose some customers to Zoom or WebEx or whoever it is that you choose because you want to lend your credibility off to you know a cisco or a zoom or a ring central where you you you've given it to somebody else if you choose to white label it then um what we've discovered over the past several years that um is not obvious at first is that it's 
it's relatively straightforward to create an application with some functionality, but it's very difficult to have that operating on a global basis in a network that works. So there's a, there's a whole uh, effort that we're constantly going through here to tune the network and um, you know, keep up with the latest uh, changes that happen in routing and the latest changes that happen at endpoints and uh, you know, battling with the last mile problem. And that that is not obvious at first. So one of our one of our newer partners we're working with replacing a solution that they bought previously in white labeled, and it just has it's only the it's only the front end. It's just a WebRTC tool, and they don't have any network service behind it. And we put a lot of time, effort, money, and tears into ensuring that we've got a strong, uh, robust MPLS that that can be uh, used to make your your brand. Um, dependable and, and it you could be proud of. It's not perfect, but nobody's perfect. It's just that, you know, what you want is somebody who's trying to make it perfect, trying to make the network perfect. It's not just all about the software. Yeah, absolutely. And you, really, you can't afford to get it wrong, can you, with video? It's, it's a bit like voice, but even more sensitive in terms of if you, if you do put video into a network. Yeah, more intimate relationship. I mean, that, yeah. that, so you're quite right, Rob. You know, if it's... Um, if you expose more of yourself in this process so when it becomes poor it fails more proportionately yeah absolutely great so i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up now I, it's been a really fascinating session today uh, some great market insights some some great tips in terms of helping channel partners and service providers bake video into their portfolio so uh jason scott and dean thank you very very much mm -hmm.